Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to the Toronto Raptors' 92-87 loss to the Boston Celtics in a, in a Game 7 that definitely wasn't ex- exciting, definitely wasn't as, well I guess it was pretty intense, but didn't live up to the expectations as the one did last year in the second round, but Riker... You know, or really, before we get into this game and all that, before we get into a lot of the sad parts about this game, the Raptors had a phenomenal season this year. No one really expected anything from this team after Kawhi Leonard left. And even with a, a star emerging in Siakam, then really struggling in the playoffs, especially again in a series like this, the team pushed it to Game 7. You know, the, the entire series, it... You know, the Raptors, I think, played harder. You know, they played really tough, gritty in a lot of the games, but the Celtics really controlled this series in a lot of ways. It was the Raptors kind of fighting uphill most of this one, and the fact that they pushed this to a Game 7 with everything that went on, that Game 6 last one was just a tremendous moment in Raptors history, the OG shot. It was, this was a great season for the Toronto Raptors, even in the this sort of sadness we're going to be in now, right now, for the next few days. It's... You got to give credit to the Toronto Raptors right now for the the remarkable season they had this year. Yep, and kudos to the Boston Celtics. They yep. played tough defense, and this is a team that a lot of people were counting on to potentially make a run at the NBA Finals this season, and now they have the opportunity to go and maybe beat the Heat. Looks like they probably have a good chance to do that as well, and and then take on what looks like is going to be the winner of the two L.A. teams facing each other. So nothing to be ashamed of this season, I would say, as a Toronto Raptor fan, except for, well, you said it yourself. There was no real expectations from anyone else except for Raptors fans. So this one stings a little bit among our own fan base. But uh, like I said, if you t- if you take a step back, it's it's you're right. It's not a bad season. Yeah, it, it was it was a great year. Lowry had some uh, more great moments, showing he's a he's a true Hall of Famer. Even though tonight did get fouled out, but did look solid in the fourth when he made a couple of runs. But I, I guess we can touch on this game stuff that happened. But we can talk about the series as a whole. And Siakam, he did have some nice shots down the stretch in this one. But again, the turnovers really killed us in this game. And even when he had guys like Grant Williams on him with no doubles, just a couple of little pitch-ins, he got flustered around the rim and passed it right to Celtics players. And, you know, this series was a, was, I think what this series really came down to, and we saw it last year is you need to have the best player on the court. You need to have the guy that can really just take over. And it's been shown, proved before. And Jason Tatum proved to be that player in this series. Hopefully Siakam can come back because we know how he can, can can improve over long extended breaks. Didn't happen during the pandemic break, but apparently he didn't touch a basketball. But, you know, Spicy P, he got really outplayed by Tatum. And it wasn't really close in this series. No, and it's funny because... You, the best player is usually the most consistent player. And the mm-hmm. games that the Raptors did win, it was coming from different ways, different methods of scoring, different players stepping up and having a big game. And the reason that they lost this game was turnovers, obviously. Yep. But that wasn't the case in the other games. Like If you look at the other three losses in the series, you wouldn't point to turnovers being... The main factor so in both wins and losses they were all for different competing reasons and and that brings it back to your point with a true superstar on your team 
their steadiness, their consistency, it levels it out. So you know you're gonna you're gonna win by one particular thing, or you're gonna lose by that. This Raptors team it was, and it was constructed that way that you never know what you're going to get because it's it's a team in essence and uh tonight it's unfortunate because the defense was really good held boston to 92 points down the stretch there was some terrific man-to-man defense and some good switches boston played great defense as well but you know the amount of points they scored off of turnovers tonight uh that that was the that was the reason that they won there's no two ways around that ben and yeah. yeah, Jason Tatum, terrific. But this one, it's it's still tough. It's still tough because it didn't come out to a to be a shootout. It wasn't a shootout at the end. It was just errors. Yeah, it was just it was ugly. It was an ugly finish to this game. Looked looked promising. They went down big and then they scrapped their way back. And you know that that sort of last stretch was sort of symbolism to how this series has sort of gone. And you know. Fred Van Vliet, that last shot, I, I definitely getting the the Damari Carroll gold star from me. And, the, well, I guess that's the OG's play, and then you can sound off on the Damari Carroll gold star because there's one that's clear, clearly is going to be going to be that. But, you know, down the stretch, we just made poor decisions, and Fred Van Vliet with Grant Williams on him down three decided to take a step back up blocked. That was just a – that was – that was a tough moment, and Fred Fred had a solid game in this one, 20 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds. I don't mind that he was the one to take the shot, especially with Lowry off the court, but just a, you got to get a better look than that. You got to get a better look. You got to call timeout in that possession as well. I mean, if yeah. you were to draw something up, there's no way that that's what it would have played out to be. Uh, if we're talking about, you know, things that were erroneous, er- erroneous down the stretch, you can point a lot of fingers, Ben. Right? Mm-hmm. There was a lot of... I, I mean, what's the golden rule of passing? Ideally, you don't pass while you're in the air because, you know, you're, you're, you, you limit your options. You, you Most often than not, you're telegraphing where you're going. So turnovers down the stretch, the big OGs or the big, sorry, gold, Damari Carroll gold star will, is, is obviously a missed box out by Norma Powell and a perimeter guy comes in, gets the offensive rebound, knocks down two free throws when it would have only been a two-point game. Uh, like you said, Fred Van Vliet not getting a good look, not looking at anybody else to pass it to. Nick Nurse not calling a timeout. Um, but you know what? All credit to Boston as well. They hit the shots when it mattered. And, and, and it's funny too because a big point was the guys looked tired out there tonight. But... Boston played a tighter rotation tonight, and their guys played just as many minutes in the last game. So, yeah, it's not even like that's a real, you know, real point that you can bring up in this one, Ben. Yeah, there's no excuses, and the the player I do want to give credit to on Boston is Marcus Smart. This whole entire series, no matter who he was guarding, looked shook, wasn't able to take him unless it was Sergi Baca on the post, but obviously Sergi Baca is a seven foot center. But whether it was Siakam, Fred, Lowry, OG, and even though Lowry had a really good series, if Marcus Smart was on one of those guys, they were just completely neutralized and. You know, down the stretch of this one, I believe the Raptors are down by two, maybe, Riker. Correct me in the comments, or you, you you correct me if I'm wrong. But Norman Powell came in in the same vein of Game 6, where Norman Powell, obviously the height advantage on Smart, 
he could have you know came in and challenged him. It worked in game six. Marcus Smart was not having it in game seven. Blocked him clean at the end of this one. Did catch him on the wrist after, but you know there that's no chance that's ever going to get called. And he got the ball first. So well, Marcus was, Smart didn't get the block on that play. It was uh, whoever was doing the chase down, whether it was Jalen Brown or Tice. No, because Tice came out for only a quick possession. It was Jalen yeah. Brown or Tatum. But Marcus Smart, he was the only guy back. He was, and yeah, he was there. Unlike was, last time, yeah, he jumped straight up for the challenge. Yeah. And uh, Norm Powell didn't get a clean shot off it. It came off slow, and then and then obviously the the next defender came in and, and swatted it pretty aggressively. Yeah, the, these moments are all just sort of squished together. I don't want to ever think about them again. My brain is sort of excreting them right now. So it's a it's a weird way of putting it. But I I just you got to give credit to. I wanted to give credit to Marcus Smart. I thought he had a phenomenal series in this one. Obviously. If he doesn't hit those threes in game two, you know, this is a completely different series and same thing. That's not to discredit the Celtics. Same thing if the OG misses those threes, but or that, that 0.5 second three, but smart was definitely a game changer and gained earned a lot of respect for me. And I like the guy as a player in, in the past. So shout, yeah, shout out to Marcus smart, uh, Riker. And, you know, is there anything more you really want to talk about in this game before we maybe allude to some of the stuff we're going to be talking about over the next However long there is until basketball? No, not a not nothing I want. I don't want to drag this on because we're 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 doing our best here to keep it uh keep it neutral. I'm guessing that there's not going to be a lot of views and I can tell you this, I can promise you. I'm not going to be reading the comment section because I I, I don't want to see it and uh there'll be a time and a place for criticism on particular players or things that need to happen, but uh for now it's you got to just tip your hat to Boston. Wish them the best. Um, you know, I'd guess most people probably don't want Kawhi winning another championship. So, you know, if you maybe you want to cheer for Boston, go for it. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And, yeah, I'm not listening to any of the talking heads or anything like that. But, you know, the Celtics deserve this series after everything that's that's gone on. They they clearly had the upper hand in this. And, so, you know, I'll peep the comments. You guys are the best for following us now this entire season and all and you know we really appreciate all the viewers that tuned in just to the playoffs so the season the diehards all that sort of stuff we really appreciate all the support you guys give us for for the podcast obviously we're not super this is probably one of our least energetic pods since the the lebronto days so we we apologize for that but we have a lot of exciting stuff coming during this off season. The vids obviously won't be as consistent because there will be less news and all that. We you know we react to every game, but you know all breakdowns, all potential players, trades, rumors, draft picks, all that sort of stuff. We're going to be covering that to a T. You know NBA stuff and yeah, Riker, Giannis coming maybe next this summer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'll look to that. There's going to be a lot of talk about that in the off season. And you know what, Ben? Ben, maybe this is a good time to plug it too. There, it's probably going to be a bit of a lull now until. I mean, we don't even really know. I guess what next season is is going to look like, and and how you know the next bit of off season and and whatnot is uh, going to shape up to be. But if anybody has video ideas or conversations or discussions, hot takes, whatever they'd like to hear us make, um, you know, reach out to us on the Instagram email whatever um and you know we can bot about that too yeah for sure we, we're gonna i think we're gonna have to get a bit weird now with the with the videos but we don't mind that we like doing a bit of some different stuff but 
you know, the the Raptors, some big decisions to be made with with this team. Fred's contract is going to be a huge topic of discussion. You know, the bench guys, who do we keep? Who do we let go? Serge Ibaka, Marcus Gasol, they're both free agents. It could be the last time we see some of these guys in a Raptors jersey. So, you know, Pascal Siakam, do we offer him up to the Bucks? That's something that our, our halftime chat was filled with in the in this current in the, this game seven live so you know it's a it's going to be an interesting offseason i have all faith in masai ujiri and nick nurse to figure out what the raptors should do and we're going to be covering every second of it but yeah you guys are the best for making this far through this podcast through the season you know the raptors they're we'll be fine we'll be a we'll be good masai the one good thing about following this team is masai said that we're never going to tank we're going to continue to rebuild, retool to to bring back, come back stronger next season. And I'm sure it will happen, Riker. Yep. And actually, the final point I'd like to finish it off on, Ben, because obviously there's a bit of a coach of the year curse. Uh, it seems like Mike Budenholzer might be at the end of his leash, Dwayne Casey, uh, George Carl. You know, it's very infamous around the league that the coach of the year, they end up getting fired shortly thereafter. Uh, I would say that Nick Nurse coached a heck of a series, and yep. he did some things did some on-the-fly adjustments. Uh, it came down to the players more than the coaching in this one, Ben. I would say that his position should be secured. Do you agree with that? Bro, there's no way we're firing Nick Nurse. That's just, okay, bro. I that, just want I just wanted your opinion. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted your opinion. <laughs> that blasphemy, Nick Nurse. Bro. He's he's the reason we we kind of him and Lowry were the two biggest MVP pieces in this. You know, I guess I guess the real final thing to this, we had three sort of debates after this series going or going into the series you know is nick nurse brad stevens what, what who do you think got the better in the series nick nurse coached a way better series that, yeah I th- that's yeah, not I think- me being a homer or biased against or bitter salty against the celtics but the celtics by all accounts they they kept the same rotations they walloped the raptors in two games couldn't close out six kept it close in game seven didn't really close out that aggressively and nick nurse you know Everything against them, kept them all, kept it close, brought it to seven. He he coached the better series for sure. All right, tough one, Siakam Tatum, who performed better in this series? <laughs> uh, you tell me, Ben. It's, it's a tough one. I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk it up to to Tatum by a large margin because this was a spicy P's gonna have to come back and maybe win another M- MIP next season because you know he he played well. He was had a great took a great leap this regular season. Fell back to earth, well, fell down below earth this this playoffs, particularly against the Celtics. But you know we've seen that happen to some players during the bubble. That's a that's a. I agree with you on your two picks and the final one, Lowry and Kemba. Who who solidified themselves after the series? Oh yeah, well Lowry was good, Ben, and yeah. I wouldn't give in this series. I wouldn't give Pascal Siakam my my spare change as a contract, but. Uh, <laughs> We might have to revoke the spicy nickname for a little bit and change our spicy PLA segment for next season and give Lowry all of those credits because Lowry, he stepped up, man, and he did it against some very challenging defense against guards that are way bigger than him. Uh, you got to give credit to this guy. And Kemba Walker, fantastic, quick. He actually performed decent, I thought, this game in Game 7, but the Mm -hmm. Raptors, they kind of had him figured out. They had his number, Kyle Lowry, if he didn't get fouled out, who knows? Maybe he could have got that last shot up, but uh, obviously didn't happen. But nothing taken away from his game. Yeah, no, it's a 
Yeah, I, I'm going. I'm rolling with Lowry. I think Lowry's clearly the better player, but maybe that's Homer bias. Maybe that's Lowry bias. That just is what it is. I'm looking at the the box score plus minus right now. Gasol minus 19. Probably the last time we're going to see him. But if he ends up leaving or whatever, we'll make a full video on that. But oh my, it was a it's a it's a heartbreaker. Game seven. It's a it's a tough way to go out. You know the yeah. I I don't even know how to how to close this a second time. But you're the best to make this far. You know, we're subscribe makes sure we're trying to reach 15k subs. I guess. Well, we we're trying to playoffs. reach 15k to get good luck for the finals. Now, yeah. whatever, <laughs> trickle yeah. in if you want to. Yeah, keep keep subscribed though. Tell your friends about us. We'd uh, we'd really appreciate. It. <laughs> subscribe for the off season goodness, Ben, because we're gonna get some wholesome content. We're gonna get some wholesome content. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> yeah. On that on that note. We're signing off here. Any last words, Riker? That's it, Ben. Cheers.